0: Dorian, DC, uh, DJ Diddy, welcome to the show. Hi, <laughs> thank you for having me, Tina. Opportunities for more people to fulfill their dreams of becoming an author. Thank you. Oh man, I'm loving when you say what's happening. Taking notes too. I don't know what. <laughs> I'm taking those too because I don't know how I have to play this. This just gives the essence of who you are, but. Of course- This amazing day. I am so pumped. I am so excited to bring this amazing woman on today. She is not only a woman, this woman had the word D, she has the letters D R in front of her name. Uh huh, she's a doctor. <laughs> and so she's gonna help us in regards to our health and wellness and also get us into the know of how we can take care of of our bodies and also give you different things to think about in regards to your health care, health care alternatives, and how I personally benefited from services that she offers over here in South Carolina, because it's just amazing. So without further ado, we're going to be bringing her on in a moment. You know what time it is. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Tina Rembrandt Show and podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having a Building conversations centered around business, wellness, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine and help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, this time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Coach Tina Ramsey. And today we have for our featured guest, Dr. Michelle McGill. She is a five-star rated chiropractor, the founder of Lifetime Lifestyles. And Lifetime Lifestyle seeks to help its members achieve optimal physical function and help with practical solutions. Dr. McGill is a grounded, principled, innovative, empathetic physician with a passion to close the gaps in health disparities. Dr. McGill attributes attributes her success and passion to growing up um, in an undeserved community in Brooklyn, New York. She has many different signature things that she does, but her signature health program are Health Habits Foundation, Lifetime Lifestyles, and Rise in Three. All are designed to help her patients live their best life. She is also a graduate from Clapton College, and she has a whole lot of other accolades and also different honors that she has received for her leadership and her thoughtfulness within the community. I am just so excited and so honored to have her on our show today. A woman that is just don't do the talk, but she do the walk, okay? So without further ado, let's bring on, yes, Dr. Michelle
1: McGill. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Coach Tina. How are you
0: today? Congratulations, season four. Yeah, season four. (laughs) I can't believe it, because we've been doing so much that you don't really sit back and just say, it's season four. And I said it to my friend the night before last. And she said, did you just hear what you said? And I was like, what? Season four. She was like, you know that's an accomplishment. So I couldn't do it without all of you.
1: Yeah, congratulations. But time flies when you're having fun, right?
0: Yes, and it's because of all the amazing guests like yourself that we have been able to sustain and keep growing because the information, the knowledge that you guys come on and share is truly helping our audience, which is now roughly 350 million reach. So in counting, because we just went up to 350 this week, (laughs) this week. And so I am excited. Because you are not only a chiropractor, a doctor, but you are a five-star rated. Okay, so let's celebrate you. You are five-star rated, (laughs) which is not easy. And then you are the founder of Lifetime Lifestyles. Love the name. So when when I think about Lifetime Lifestyles, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what made her come up with that name for your business. So what is Lifetime Lifestyles?
1: So lifetime lifestyles. one thing that I would definitely say that I've treated always family. So from when they were in, in utero all the way up, the grandmoms, the grandpas, and I just said, you know what? This is truly the lifetime, and we want them to be able to have that lifestyle, that healthy lifestyle that they're able to. Um, still run after their grandkids. We want the children to be able to keep up with the grandparents. (laughs) Because nowadays they're getting ahead of our young people. So we want the children to be able to keep up with the grandparents too. And we want the the parents to be able to um, support and take care of their children. So Lifetime Lifestyles, I found it um with the with that concept in mind that we want to address the entire family and we don't want these things to be fads. We want it to be practical solutions that are easy to implement and sustain throughout your lifetime. Um so and we all been there with those fad fad diets, fad keeping up with the Joneses, fad trends, oh, wow. <laughs> styles, but There are certain things that we definitely can do to make sure that we are um, taking care of our bodies and making sure that our bodies are taking care of us. So we definitely want people to live their best life, not only today, but tomorrow and the day after that as well. That is so
0: true. You said a mouthful because usually how it goes is you going on living your life and then you don't think about your health until something happens and makes you stop and pay attention but what i love about what you do is that you uh you enlighten us to pay attention before you know and build healthy habits because you just you're a different type of physician in a great way. You remind me of the shows back in the day when the uh, when the doctor came to the patient's house and checked on them, ate dinner with them, because you really care. Yeah. And to be honest, that is something that really don't how to exist as much as it used to years ago with physicians to find that person who is empathetic empathetic towards their patients and you are definitely that type of person um in general and then uh to be a physician and going to receive care that just makes it even better because you're already nervous and don't know what to expect and then if you have a doctor that's a little bit woo you be like oh
1: <laughs> well <laughs> you know in all fairness um my wellness journey is what has created that, situ- that that empathy within me. I know that for myself, I started getting these really, really terrible headaches when I was about, I want to say about seven. I was in the first grade. Um, and I remember how they would keep me out of school for weeks at a time. And, you know, it was just, a, oh, it's just a sinus infection or it'll pass and I would get pumped up with these antibiotics, etc. But over that time, they just kept getting worse and worse and no one had a real answer, but take some Excedrin, take some Advil and it's hard as a child to try to explain to people that my head is hurting and i'm not feeling good and years are going by and nothing is pretty much remedying it um and in all honesty it wasn't until i was in college when i was introduced to chiropractic care that I actually found um, a remedy for those headaches. And it was just by happenstance. I just decided that, you know, um, the philosophy of chiropractic, as far as the wellness aspect, that I wanted to um, partake in that because I too was an athlete and I wanted to do the things that my body needed to be able to recover well and to feel good and to perform. And um, all of a sudden, I, I remember just saying um, with a couple of months after, oh, you know, I haven't had a headache in uh, about six weeks. And it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, oh, yeah, we saw this. This could be what was causing that. And it was something really simple. Um, I had a, um, a mild position on the first vertebrae right hand the neck. Um, and... He adjusted it, he never even mentioned it to me or said anything about it. He had adjusted it since our first visit and I didn't have the headaches anymore. Um, So it was just something that simple and thinking about the different traumas that I had over the years, um, even talking to my mother about my birth experience um, it's no wonder that I had those headaches because um, my mom, She, I was in distress. The umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck. And it just was at that point, I was, a, uh, I was cold blue. They just snatched me out. <laughs> they had to get me out and get me um, to safety. So just thinking about that situation that is probably the first trauma that i actually um experience and most Most of of us do experience that trauma from birth Mm -hmm. and um some of us it doesn't show up for years later but for me it it was a few years within that i started having Mm -hmm. those headaches and headaches in the child is not normal anytime a child is complaining about a headache or anything like that that is not Mm -hmm. a normal situation we we look at things like headaches and back pains and neck pains as innocent, but in all honesty, they're not. Um, those pain signals, those symptoms, they even when you're coughing, sneezing, whatever, those are your body's alarm systems letting you know that something is not right, something um, is awry, and that Uh, something needs to be done about it. So um, we should learn how to listen and really interpret those um, signals so that we know what to do with them.
2: Hi, I'm Veronica Jeans, the Shopify queen. And I know the secrets to becoming successful online. I help you build your own Shopify store step by step with my number one best selling book, Shopify Made Easy. And then I have a workbook and a checklist to keep you focused and also keep you on track of what you're doing in your store as you're setting it up. And with my Shopify course of 30 videos, I show you with tips and tricks on how to launch your Shopify store fast. My books and course have helped online store owners set up their stores very quickly and start building their online business successfully and getting sales within days. You are watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey show.
3: Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago. And the response was outstanding, and she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, my book sales have skyrocketed uh, since I did her show, so I just want to give a shout-out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in This Week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey,
2: you're the truth.
1: Tina you're still you're on mute
0: Oh thank you Thank you Thank you you. (laughs) And we are back just like that With the amazing Michelle Dr. Michelle and I'm just So glad that you brought Home that point About what we consider Normal is not Normal Right. Um, And I wanted to elaborate on that because many times different things that we go through in life, we are told that it's normal. Right. And you knew that something, but you couldn't verbalize it because you was a child at the time. So let's elaborate more on it not being normal to have the headaches, to have to be sneezing all the time, coughing all the time, the stuff that we become accustomed to, especially in the South. In the oh, yeah.
1: south, you know, with all this time, oh, it's just allergies. It could be something else, right? Um, so yeah, as I and like you said, this goes across life in general. Normal. The first concept that they teach us um, in school is that there's no such thing as normal. There is a trend, so to say. So for the most part, most people' heart will be on the left side of their body however there is times that it will be on the opposite side they're not abnormal that is okay that it's on the other side is it's a fully functioning heart It's still doing the same things that it's supposed to do but it is something that's different and usually when you see those type of i don't want to call it defect but when you see that kind of and I don't want to call it an abnormality. Typically, there's something else somewhere else, too, that's a little bit, you know, I don't want to say wonky, but awry, so to say. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be careful about saying that it's abnormal or wrong or something, because it's not, I mean, that's the way God made them. So that that is how they are. It's, it's functioning, so I can't call it abnormal because it's pumping and doing what it's supposed to do. But, um, it happens. So for the most part, I would say probably 90% of people, 95% of people, it will be this way. So we consider that normal, but that's really the trend. The trend is that it will most likely be this way. And the same thing with life. Like the trend is that it will most likely be this way that, you know, they say, I don't want to call it the American dream, but you know, two kids a house and a, and a dog or two and a half kids a house whatever they whatever white picket fence whatever those are just trends like people do those things and um people have their, their nuclear families but there's nothing wrong with if it doesn't look like that it doesn't mean that it's wrong or anything it's just different and it's fine um but uh when we look at what's normal, so to say, we have to give ourselves grace and room to say, okay, this is not um, what should be and why is that? And then start to really interpret those things. So for myself having the, the headaches so early on, that wasn't normal. That definitely wasn't normal. That was an issue. And the reason why it was an issue is because something was out of place. But um, needless to say, it was a simple fix. It took me, I'm gonna say almost, what was that, about 10, 15, about 16, 17 years to really get to an answer. But um, And people go through it every day, but in that time, My attitude was different because I was always in pain. So that's why um, when you see people in the street, you don't know their story. They may be a little abrupt (laughs) sometimes, but you give them grace and say, you know, we don't know what they're going through. You don't know if they're not sleeping at night because they're in so much pain or they're, you know, dealing with the stress of a loved one being sick or a family member that's just not right, um, whether they have um addiction problems or um behavior problems etc like there could be so many things that are happening so with that being said you know there's no such thing as normal they're just trends and you guess what you can be a trendsetter if you want to
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes so as a woman as a doctor, you are very like ones who are in the army. They say that is a decorated soldier, meaning have, you've got many honors, many accolades, but you are a decorated doctor. You have so many different things that you have with certifications. You on different boards. Um, you even help with sports medicine. So you work with the sports, you work with regular people like myself and you help families. So what is your, cause I, I can see what I interpret as your, your greatest strength, but to you, what is your greatest strength?
1: Hmm. I would say that my greatest strength is my empathy. Um, Just being able to understand, Um. And sympathize with a person and what what they're going through, and with with that it I, it's hard to explain because God has given me a gift that is a little different from most, where that I can almost visualize um, the answer, so to say. It's it's kind of weird. Like um, I I don't is. Yeah, it's it's a it's hard for me to explain it, but um, that empathy and being able to really understand what's happening, and then being able to take that the research and all the the other things that are out there and put it together to find that answer or come up with something that may not be the like the the normal answer so to say and put things together that in, being able to innovate what may need to be done and the, a, a patient being able to trust you yep. through that journey cuz that that a lot of the time that's where where a lot of it lies and that now we've I've shown I've shown you that I care and you trust that and what I'm going to tell you and you willing to do the work to be able to get to that point. So um, I would definitely say that is one of my greatest strengths. Um, definitely. So. Oh, yes. I agree. So on the
0: flip side, what would you say would be your weakness? Because we all have things that we work on, that we may consider like, oh, I need to work on that. So do yeah. you have anything that you're
1: working on? So I think that for myself, um, mm-hmm. because I empathize and my, I guess my love language is the show is my actions and to show that I care. I do tend to take on a lot, mm-hmm. um, and because I take on so much, <laughs> and a lot of women do it, <laughs> we wear so many hats, and, and I can I can burn myself out, and I've done it twice actually. I've burnt myself out physically. And I've burnt myself out mentally. Um, so I've done it twice already in my life. So I'm not going to do it a third time. So I've, I've learned my lesson in both. But um, I definitely would say that is um, one of those things that it's like, okay, it, it can become a little hairy. Thank and it's not it's not uh, a shame in saying no to some things. Like, I, I want some, somebody that. <laughs> And no can be a complete sentence. It's okay. You don't have to explain. You don't have to um, try to rationalize it. If you just can't, you can't. And you just say, no, because then what happens on after you d- decide to do it? Then you start to beat yourself up about all the other things that you didn't do, or and the time that you may have wasted, etc. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the you now just stuck. <laughs> so it would have been just easy to just say no, move on, and then come back around. So, did you
0: just go into my mind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, boop, boop, boop. No. And that's all still a part of our wellness. Like we cannot separate our mind, our bodies, and our spirits. We cannot. Um, once you have balance with that, that is true health. That is true health. So yes,
0: I agree. I totally 1,000% agree um because i empathize a lot and through and through that empathy which is a strength but it can also be a weakness it's a double-edged sword right because you can put too much on yourself and no one can help everybody even though we wish we could and like you said it's okay to say no (laughs) it's okay to say no and be okay with that so How do you, because you do so many different things in regards to being a pillar within the community in regards to health and wellness, you are very active um, with what you do and very vocal on your stance on um, physical, mental well-being and putting the right foods in our bodies and having these open dialogues. So how do you uh, define excellence? Because I just look at you and I'm like, she's excellent. But, but how do you define it? I just want to just pick your brain on how you, you define
1: it for yourself. <laughs> well, excellence is me giving my absolute best. It doesn't mean that it has to be 100% right. It doesn't mean that it has to end up in, with this big glitz and glam. Mm -hmm. Um, but as long as I know that I'm giving my absolute best that I actually sat down i visualized what it is that I wanted to achieve what I needed to achieve and I actually sat Mm -hmm. down and made the map and completed the steps and took the time to really dive into that then I would say that that is excellence and that doesn't mean that the goal has to... Because a lot of people put success and finance all together in one and materialistic things as the success. And um, th- th- those, they don't go hand in hand. Like You can be a crappy person and have all the money in the world. Like, and, and no one's going to want to be around you. You know, they always say that, that it's lonely at the top, but sometimes it's not lonely at the top because you're afraid of people's um, ulterior motives is really because you're just a crappy person and nobody (laughs) wants to be around you because you're willing to just throw them down the ladder if you need to climb it and you know it it happens i mean so it's not it can be both ways so that's why i say, like it, it it's not necessarily lonely because you're worried about what other people are trying to get from you and I'm going to put this out there just like this, because this is something that one of my philosophy professors told me in junior high school. And I just thought it was so odd. He was like, everybody uses everybody. It's better to be used than useless. I was like, okay. <laughs> I just said, okay, okay, and, and I was just like, okay. And it was like one of those extracurricular type classes. So yes, they gave us philosophy, and it and it was kind of weird for you know. I'm I think I was probably about seventh grade. No, it was mo- no more than eighth because I know it was during high school. And I just was like, okay, so. What are we supposed to do with that information? <laughs> Don't be friends, with anybody, like what? <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So, like I said, it's not always lonely at the top because you know people just have these these things from you. It could be that you are a crappy person, and that's one of the things that I always want my spirit to be bright and shine bright. So, um, yeah, I just have to put that,
0: And that's why I really enjoy, um, just speaking with you and being in connection with you because you're one of those women that listen, you're going to be the chili, you're going to help out, you're going to share useful information and you're going to direct you to resources, but you're going to tell the truth. You're going to tell it like it is like, listen here, like, listen. This is just how it is now you need to you need to take this this so and build from it so that's what i like about you but with all that being said you have all these different angles you're so humble you have like i said been a pillar within the community helping so many people here in south carolina with uh i would say your uh unique approach to healthcare. even though chiropractic care has been in existence but I see a pureness, authenticity of how you approach chiropractic care versus everybody else. I'm blessed that I have a really good chiropractor too. However, everyone is not the same. I like how you blend uh, the, the whole family, food, mindset, spirituality, you, you, you encompass all of that to make a well-rounded person mm-hmm. and you don't and you don't say well that's not normal you you you, you, keep, it, you keep it real you're like well you know that's your normal that, that that's my normal. everybody's different and so with that being said how do you manifest excellence in your life because i know you manifest manifested in everyone's lives around you but how do you do it for yourself
1: so I definitely keep a very tight circle and I protect the space around me and the energy around me. So um, there are times where I will end conversations and my husband, he, he, he's really, he, he's funny about, this. he goes, I don't know. But anybody knows that like when it comes to gossip and all that kind of stuff and listen i'm in a sorority and i've always been this way because i've seen how it can be especially amongst groups of people and women etc so i'm just gonna put that out so i've experienced it but everybody always knew that don't come to me with the gossip because i'm gonna shut it down right then and there because that's just so much negative energy and if i feel like if you have to address someone or something that's to be done with the person in private in love that's the christian thing to do like nobody's ever not gonna be wrong we none of us are above reproach and when it comes to if you look at what would jesus do he talked to his disciples he talked to his apostles he talked to them and you talk to people and the pharisees included like everybody who they're supposed to be the people of the land he had to tell them about themselves too and it was always in love and for your betterment oh so i just hold on to those that that value and um i'm i'm really happy to say like i have a mother who taught me to um speak my mind how to hold my peace when I need to because not everything needs to be addressed um, and that is a skill that some people have to learn that you don't have to say something about everything but there are certain things I that if you need to up, 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 up. you have to say something about that you you do it within in love and out of love so but yeah that is something I learned
0: I totally agree and that's some great advice from your mom Um, sometimes the best um rebuttal is silence
1: yeah
0: i mean and so and that's something that i had to learn i had to learn over time and um i don't i am not for the drama so if i notice that if i'm in a circle or something's going on and they bring it to me mm-hmm. i know i said like, well the person who you're talking about let's go get them right <laughs> so that you can go tell them so why are you telling me i can't solve the problem right that's yeah. between you and that person so
1: um, but when you adopt that attitude People know that if someone tells them That you said something about them They know it's not true Because they're exactly. like, oh, to you like that," So I know that it's not true So it ends a lot of drama in the long run Like problems that are down the line That, yeah. that are to come But yeah So when I say I protect my circle And I, if there's nothing that I believe That I can't do That is That is another thing um, so those are the, the ways that I manifest excellence. You see my daughter's arm come across the screen. She wants some water, y'all. <laughs> we're mothers, okay? We mothers. Yeah, she so, so she doesn't happens. even care. That's this little one right here. Up here. This one. This one her. Only girl. She, <laughs> she, just she, she doesn't want. care that we're in the middle of something. She's going to get her water.
0: <laughs> Child, we're mothers day listen um and that's how we do we just keep on moving mm-hmm. but um you have something amazing you you didn't bring it up but i'm gonna bring it up you are an author of okay. another a new release so tell them about
1: your book yes so here it is <laughs> so yes um i co-authored uh, manifesting excellence mm-hmm. along with yourself I wasn't going to say
0: that, but I mean, it's
1: true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it actually, it's an amazing project. And um I, I'm so yeah. glad that um, God yeah. put it in my heart yeah. to say yes to that, to I the project. And when I look yeah. at it, I feel like it is truly divine well, because just like it. there was 12 yes, well. apostles, yes, well. there are 12 women who contributed to this book. Mm-hmm. And we all share our story and every one of them, there's something there to be learned, to be encouraged by. And um, I know that in my story specifically, I focus on God's timing. And um, the things that you think that are there to break you are actually there to build you and to bring something to your, to your attention. So there are a lot of lessons in the valley and, um, after spending time in the valley, I always tell um people and I guess this is also part of that empathy yeah. that I don't mind coming back down in the valley to hold your hand and come through like I don't mind i'll come we we can pray together and we can work together all the way through the valley but um one of the things that um I don't talk about more often or it, it never really comes up because this is actually like the first time I actually sat down and really reflected on my life together. Um, but my son, which is my oldest son is this is us in this picture when I graduated from Claflin and this is who, in this picture here, he just graduated from Howard. But um, wow. So this is us here just this May, but um, Congratulations everybody. <laughs> as you can see, he's a young boy there and um I had him as a teenager and um according to the statistics, I wasn't supposed to do all the things that I've done. I was supposed to be done at that point in time, but God had other plans. Um, and I, I, knew the, I knew that there was a calling on my life and I refused to accept all those narratives. So I just kind of punched them in the mouth and just kept it moving. But even in that situation, um, me um, becoming a mother um, so young, that actually was a time of renewal for me because before then I was in a really dark place. And um, it wasn't something that people talked about. Now, you know, they have all these shows, 13 Reasons Why and All-American, where they start to talk about all the different things that um, teenagers may experience Mm -hmm. and people are more aware of it. But um, between dealing with some traumas as a young young, uh, kid um, and then coming into those teenage years and trying to feel like... Want to find somewhere to belong, feeling alone, et cetera. Um, You know, that moment, I realized that I wasn't alone and that there was something bigger. So, like I said, things that are you that maybe seem like they're there to take you out the game, God would take them and take those stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. And you just step, keep on stepping and walking. And next thing you know, you're on the mountaintop. So I hope that encourages somebody out there today that's thinking, wow, like this situation here it is just not what it is. Like, I can't. I don't think I can make it. Let me tell you something. God has a way to to put all the things that you need and what it's going to take to get you over just trust. And as you trust, you keep working. You you may have to crawl. Sometimes you may walk. Sometimes you may be able to do a slow jog. And then you may be able to run. But you just keep moving until you come out that valley. So I just pray and encourage that you just find that peace to be able to trust. And, again, like I said, one of the stories that I share is one of God's timing and how things may seem like you want it there, then and there, but His timing is perfect. When He when He's ready to move and He moves, trust and believe is going to be a hundred percent right. And and I and I definitely encourage if you haven't gotten a copy of the book to get a copy of the book.
2: Um, you can
1: visit my website, LifetimeLifestyles.com and go under shop and you'll see the link for the book there and you will receive an autographed copy from me. Um, so that is an, an opportunity to take advantage of. But I'm telling you, there are some amazing stories in this book and it is the, the chicken noodle for the soul that you really need.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Because I because you know that when the project first started, it was a whole lot of us. And then it and then it ended up to be just the 12. And I never even thought about
1: that before. Like I tell you, when I move and he worked, when he he, however he decided it's gonna be, it's gonna be perfect. Like that that number, there's power in that number. It's a reason for that number. Like you said, it was supposed to be so many, and then it was it was just the 12. And when I read the stories, I said, this is why. Like, we were, it, it it's, it's some power there. It's a lot of power there. It's amazing.
0: So I want to encourage all of you to go to Dr. Michelle's website and go to www.lifetimelifestyles.com and go to her shop area so that you can get her book. And also, she has another website. Um, and oh, hey, baby girl. <laughs> you want to be with us today? She's so pretty. Yep.
1: She, got she, she wants to make an appearance, I see. So I said, come on and sit down.
0: So you're going to make your appearance today. So I am so happy that she yes, is here. Exactly and yes. I want all of you guys. To follow um, um, Dr. Michelle at Lifetime Lifestyles on Instagram and Dr. McGill on Clubhouse. Like she has some Fridays that she's going to be on Clubhouse. Of course, we'll let you know when it's usually on Fridays or every other Friday that she comes in mm-hmm. and do some just checking in. Sometimes you just need someone yeah. to check in on you, right? And so exactly. that's what she. I loved it when I went in because Listen, everybody see me doing all this stuff But honey, I need help too, I get to check in I need somebody to check in on me So I appreciated that And so you can take advantage Of her by following her on Clubhouse Make sure to sign up For anything that she's doing on her website And Dr. McGill, do you have anything Else that you are Doing, any events Any Uh Projects you want us to support uh, in your journey, because we want to definitely we want to support what you're doing.
1: Yes. So always rising three is out there and I'm really proud of rising three. Rising three is a three week program and that seeks to align mind, body and spirit. Um, So it takes 21 days to establish a new habit. So we're Mm -hmm. approaching this thing from a three-prong perspective, just like the Holy Trinity. So um, Rise three is there. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you wanna bring it to your community, your your churches, et cetera, please feel free to reach out to me, message me, and let's talk about getting it set up. The beauty about COVID is that it has um, trained us all to work a little differently. Um, And with that, it has brought us all to the Internet and into the virtual space. So it has allowed that reach to become more than just who I can see in front of me um, and put hands on. And that is um, something that I am happy to extend to communities all over. Uh, So that is one project. Again, Lifetime Lifestyles is uh, the group on Facebook feel free to join it's free to be in there um we do wellness wednesdays so um, wednesdays are when i come in and speak to the group and give tips and tricks and um things to think about etc I also have a blog as well um, that could be found on the website as well. Mostly everything could be found on my website, actually. <laughs> so if you miss something, LifetimeLifestyles.com, it's there um, for you to go in and you can feel free to browse around and um, join the community there. Um, but back to Rising 3. Rising 3 I'm so happy to announce that when I do that program, it is a free program. But people like to give love offerings just because of um, for that program, and that money goes to scholarships. So we were able to award two scholarships um, this uh, fall semester at Claflin, and the, those scholarships were there. And that's part of perpetuating um, the excellence within our community because I do firmly believe that when we are able to be the the physicians, we do change the health outcomes as well. So we have to educate our next generation. Also, um, when it comes to even our businesses, we want to be able to support um, our local businesses and be able to keep those dollars within our communities. We want our teachers to be from the community. We want our officers, our um, policing to be from the community, our judges to be from the community. So all those things are really, really important. And we have to be willing to invest in to our community. And that is one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about. And that is why I do um, volunteer and serve and find all kinds of ways to um, be involved. Uh, um, one of the things, even being on the sidelines, I've always done it, even when I was um, in New York, uh, serving with the local organizations on the sidelines, along with, you know, um, being with the professional organizations, but my heart is always with our youth. Like I love, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't wanna be a teacher, but I don't mind pouring into them. so i'm like i'll support all other kinds of ways but to be actually in the classroom with them all day long but um COVID has taught me that i like teaching them too now so you know it is what it is so i've been i've homeschooled for the last year and we will continue to homeschool this year but um it's been an interesting journey. So I've, I've learned that too with COVID. So COVID has taught a lot of things. And I hope. And mm-hmm. as I talk about COVID, I do want to encourage everyone to keep up wearing their masks, socially distancing. Um, it's a time and place for everything. But that goes back to normal isn't normal. So we need to just let go of the way things were and start to just navigate with how things are now. Because it's not about the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. I just want to say that. And this is not a plug for you should get vaccinated or you shouldn't get vaccinated. It is a personal choice. um, And I do encourage everyone to take the time to um, figure out what's the best choice for them. But with that being said, the vaccine is not designed to stop you from getting sick. It's not designed to keep you from um, getting COVID. You can have COVID or as they call these breakthrough infections. I don't even think they're labeling them as breakthrough infections anymore because it's so, um, com- I don't want to say common, but it's so prevalent at this point in time that you can't really say it's a breakthrough infection that it just does not prevent you from getting COVID. That is the fact. So with that being said, you still have to do things to be able to prevent you from getting COVID. And that is wearing your mask and socially distancing, washing your hands for at least 20 seconds, under warm, warm water. If you don't have water, hand sanitizer, making sure you rub it in, get in between the fingertips um, and also under the nails. Um, making sure that you are, your devices, that you're not um, touching them and cross-contaminating things in your fields. Um, but, but yeah, so it's not gonna prevent you from getting COVID. What it does do and what it has shown to do is prevent severe illness. So that is two different conversations. So um, and two different terminology. And I know that it's been a lot of confusion with the messaging that's been coming out of the CDC over the last, I want to say 18 months now, since 2020, March of wow. 2020. But yeah. you have to also give them grace because this is uh they're they're pretty much in the research period. Like they they're reporting it as fast as they're learning it. So just understand that. Um and that yes the messaging may change and yes it can be confusing, but this is the message that you need to know. Protect yourself. Don't let your guard down. If you're vaccinated, you still need to protect yourself. If you're unvaccinated, you definitely need to protect yourself um, and the people around you. So that I think that that's where a lot of the the, the I don't want to call it hostility or anger or whatever, but I think that a lot of people feel like I went and got vaccinated, and that was supposed to end it, and it's not. So we got to blame somebody. It's, it's yeah. no one to blame. It is what it is. So, um, hence another reason why I'm choosing to keep my kids out of school again this year. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I met you in the homeschooling group, and I'm going to still be in the homeschooling group, getting all and <laughs> tricks. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, that's what we meant. Because
0: um, for those of you who do not know, I have been an avid homeschooler where be- way before COVID. Um, ever thought about being a thought, but now since COVID is so many people that need more information. And so we are doing our very best to provide that information. And for ones who just don't know, you just don't know, just like what she just explained. I actually saw a live video she did on Facebook that I reached out. I was like, I love the video. She was talking about the subject of COVID and how she broke it down and made sense to me. Because it is a lot of confusing information out there. They mean well, but when you're getting so, this news place saying this, this one saying this, this is and then you don't understand the terminology right. because you don't have an, the background. So we don't understand all the terminology. And so I really appreciate how you broke it down for us to understand it in layman's terms.
1: Like, OK, even though you may have done this, you still need to do that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And like we're, we're here, we are, like I said, and it's 18 months later, pretty much, just because it's been to 2020. So we're over a year now, almost two years exactly. Um, so at this point, we need to say it's too much infection out there. And the thing is that even if you've been vaccinated and you're not getting really sick, and this goes back to those symptoms, I don't know what's more scary that you get sick and you know you're sick versus you are sick and you don't know you're sick and you're just walking around just shedding all of that virus around and there are people that are around you that don't know that oh well they got a runny nose so i should have stayed away from them like it just seemed like pretty much nothing like a little i sneezed and it was done so i don't know which one is more scary um i always say that i don't know which one's more scary i know you're sick so I know how to what I need to do to protect myself because I know you're sick and you know you're sick. And yeah, there was asymptomatic infection before, or now we have so much asymptomatic infection, or um, that they they they're carrying it around and letting it go. But every time someone catches COVID, whether they get really sick or not, we risk that virus mutating. And God help us if it mutates to the point that we have. The, that the vaccine's not even preventing severe infection because mm-hmm. once it mutates to the point that it has a different characteristic, then we're in a different, we're in a whole nother ballroom. Like you hear about like immersive viruses, these antibiotic resistant um, mm-hmm. bacteria and viruses, like this is basically what we are risking to happen at this point in time, right? every time someone gets sick, no matter whether or not it's asymptomatic or symptomatic, every time that virus has to copy itself, it can change, it can mutate. And I like to equate it. To, some of us been in school, in school back in the day before they had all these computers. You remember those Xerox copies? The master yeah. copy, they always had the master copy, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why they had the master copy is because every time you make a copy, it gets lighter, mm-hmm and lighter to, you really can't tell what it is. And it's mm-hmm. the same principle that every time that virus is copying, we can get it to where we don't know what it is anymore and it becomes something else. And I guess, you know, that is that is something for us older folks that we, we might understand that. I don't know if the, the, the kids just print nowadays. They just print, but <laughs> let's equate it to Your computer has a virus and all that gibberish comes up and you don't know what that was. That was your paper and now it's gone. It just looks like Greek lettering and numbers, et cetera. That is what we are risking every time someone catches the virus, whether they're symptomatic or asymptomatic. And we have to understand that this thing is beyond control right now. So the things that we could have did and it probably wouldn't have been so bad to do back then like it's honestly we we can we won't be able to do it. Like it would just be a Herculean effort to be able to do what we really need to do to to end it, but it's not gonna happen and we we really can't do it at this point in time. So everyone has to be vigilant and responsible and you know, maybe you know, it's only outdoor events, maybe it's only, you know, socially distanced cookouts, etc outdoors okay that's what it is that is what we we will subscribe to but we have to do it especially for our children because they don't have an option either so they don't have an option even if you know even if they even if it was they don't have an option so um we have to consider that but One of the things that we will be talking about next week, I will be putting on a seminar um, for nutritional success for our children. um, What things we can do for them to support them as they're learning and growing. So that's next um, Thursday evening. Again, you can sign up via my website. It's there under events. And also we'll be having family night the end of August as well. The last Friday of August. So, um, all those things are, like I said, if you go on the website and you start poking around, you're gonna see a lot of different things. It's probably some things I forgot about, you know. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> there it is again. <laughs> I never said memory was my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, my- I just want to encourage everyone um, that it's okay. We're in COVID times, and. We understand, and as you see, we're in the middle of this interview, my daughter hops on my lap, and I just wanna encourage those moms out there and those dads and those grandparents and aunties and uncles, all those people who are trying to work and they still have to look after these children. It's okay, we do it because we have to protect them. And um, at the end of the day, I carried them for all 40 weeks in my womb and got them into this world, and I'm gonna do everything I can from this day, from that day forward when they took mm-hmm. their first breath, so they take their last. And I'm on this earth to make sure that they're fine and okay. Exactly. So thank
0: you so much, and for our new feature guest, she just took she 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 just touched the all the spotlight her with her little cute <laughs> self. So, <laughs> she is officially mm-hmm. our first baby on mm-hmm. the show. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have her, and um, I think it's a good thing that she's actually you actually brought her on because we could hear a little bit in pieces, but they need to see that you're a doctor, but you're a real woman, you're a real mother, and yeah. you can't let different things throw you off. You just go
1: with it. You was like, well, come right. on, come yeah. on, yeah. yeah. we doing this interview. Yeah. It used to frustrate me um in the beginning. Cause you know, you're just so used to it. But then again, that's when I had to say, I gotta let go of what's normal. It may be normal to be able to do these things before, but they're here and that's fine. And like I said, I am a wife, I'm a mother, I, I'm I'm still here to to treat and to to care and There is no need for me to compartmentalize my life and I encourage people not to compartmentalize their life because it ends with a lot of frustration, a lot of fatigue when you try to keep separating yourself and cutting yourself up because all you're going to keep doing is taking smaller and smaller pieces and smaller and smaller pieces to, and you're not going to be left with the whole you. And this is the things that make the whole you. So again, I hope that's encouraging to someone out there that's like, I just don't have enough in me. Listen, yeah. we all go through it. Stop stop cutting yourself short. You, you are all those things you don't have to subscribe to. You don't have to take a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be real quick to explain yourself. Whatever it is that you do to shortchange yourself, Stop. Celebrate the small things. Encourage, um, embrace them. Encourage. Give yourself grace. And again, like I said, that's what we do on Fridays. That we take that time to sit down and talk about that, and just share because you know what? You might think that you're doing it all wrong, and then is that one person that thinks you're doing it all right? And that's yeah. always really these little people. They're like, oh, mommy, like they it's like. It's the best meal ever. You're like, that was just like, <laughs> something I just threw together, girl. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So I, I definitely um, always, I, I share that and encourage it, but that's some transparency. It used to like frustrate me and get me all um in a, a tizzy, but then I had a gray hair and I say, you know what? I'm not going to get gray because of this. Like, I, I'm not gonna go over this. Not over this. This is not something I should have to I should worry about. It is what it is. So um like I said, we are a family practice and it is I, I take care of them from young. And it was one of the things I'm like, wait a minute, when you was in practice, you always let people come with their kids. You never made them feel like they couldn't bring their kids or anything. Like I didn't care even when i was practicing in manhattan in those ritzy places, like bring babies in here come on <laughs> sit down you want to play you want to help me you touch i give them the most expensive equipment in there play with it it's okay we're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna break it we'll fix it if anything It got a warranty on it <laughs> don't worry about it
0: <laughs> so yes enjoyed you so much and enjoyed our featured guest, our new featured guest, your baby girl. And seeing they listen, this has been a very um thought-provoking, informative interview because um we didn't even know that we was gonna go into the COVID conversation because mm-hmm. i over here at the Tina Ram Show and Podcast, we're very just in the moment with the with the conversation and we didn't mm-hmm. just let the spirit move us on what need to be said. And I know somebody needs to hear
1: this about this COVID. From a doctor. Yeah. I mean, we're in South Carolina and if you've been following the numbers, like we're like really climbing and rapidly and fast and like our positivity rate is at 17% and just like three weeks ago was only at like two point something. So it's moving very rapidly. Is moving fast and I know a lot of it came from just becoming more relaxed because everyone felt like you know I'm vaccinated I'm not vaccinated they said we could take off our masks they don't we is it's suggested it's not necessary and you know the sad thing is that some people really need you to set out a mandate for them to do something like that you gotta really if it's not in the law like we all know we should wear a seatbelt but a lot of people, even if it wasn't a if it wasn't a law, they wouldn't wear that seatbelt. But <laughs> yeah. if you give them a ticket, they'll do <laughs> But <laughs> we all know we should do it. Like it's the safe thing to do, right? To wear a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. But some people need that law there to, to for them to be able to do it. Um so it it is what it is. And the same thing with like smoking and drinking and everything else. Like we know we shouldn't do it, but then we had to put some age guidelines on it because You know, some people need a little bit more encouragement than others. So it is what it is. Um, But, you know, it's human nature. What can I say? Like, it's human nature. And it's nothing to get into a a fuss about. We just say, okay, maybe this is what we do. And we keep it going.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and your baby girl. And for those of you who have not heard, you can actually go to lifetime lifestyles.com and check her out as you can hear. And for those of you who will be seeing it, that you can get in contact with her because she is a true family practice business she practice what she preaches and she is there for you to help you live your best life honey and on that note you guys have a great amazing rest of your day and know with the tina really showing podcast we always have back. bye To be a featured guest on our show, go to the Come share, shine, and grow on the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. Hello there, my name is Tiffany
4: Bell and I am with Nonprofit CEO. I specialize in helping nonprofits to grow. Uh, I had the honor and pleasure of connecting with Tina Ramsey last year through the Success Women's Conference. Since then, I've appeared on her show several times. And as a result of that, I have really um, been able to connect to some really great uh, entrepreneurs and nonprofit professionals that are part of her network. So for those of you who are not aware, Tina is a certified BCM coach. Now, when I first heard that, I was like, BCM? What does that stand for? Um, but once she explained it to me, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. So, for again, for anybody that knows Tina, she's all about visibility, she's all about connection, and she's all about helping people um, create a source of income through monetization. And so, uh, again, Tina is just really good at what she does. If you've not connected with Tina, if you've um, seen her show or heard her podcast, and you're thinking about connecting with her, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. As a result of my connections with Tina, uh, she has helped me with recruitment of speakers for my upcoming event. Um, she's also helped me to recruit several authors for uh, a few of the book projects that I have had the opportunity to produce them this past year. Um, and all in all, Tina's just a really great uh, person that she's genuine in helping entrepreneurs in reaching their goals. So again, if you have not connected with Tina, be sure that you do. The Tina Ramsey Show is definitely a great, a great, great, great venue for you to um, connect with other entrepreneurs, to connect with other individuals that are going to be interested in your service or your project. Um, This is Tiffany Bell. Again, you are watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey Show, and I look forward to being able to connect with you again.
3: As a homeschool parent, we want our children to learn all the things, all the things that are out there to learn and discover and experience. But it's easy to fall into the trap of piling and piling and piling subjects on our children with no end in sight. And so how do we find that balance? Well, this is what I'm gonna be talking about um, in my presentation at the Homeschooling with Excellence Conference. My name is Brandy Shampo of Exploring Expression. And in my talk, I'm gonna help open some doors and windows into the art of cross-curricular learning. How to do more with less subject when there are too many subjects and too little time. That's where cross-curricular learning really shines. So I hope you'll join me. There's gonna be a registration, um, a link to register attached to this video. And I can't wait to see you there.
0: Would you like to connect with coach Tina Ramsey and her epic team? I'm sure you do. If you are interested in starting a podcast, TV show, be a featured guest, or even become an author? Or you may just simply want more visibility for your business. Well, go to CoachTinaRamsey.com. That's CoachTinaRamsey.com and book your appointment with her and her team today.
5: Hey there, my name is Yolanda Newton, and I am a home educator just like you. I'm the mom to two fantastic boys, but I'm also the director of Education Revolution. Education Revolution has a pretty simple goal we help homeschool students have superior educational experiences, not just with creative courses and content but also by arming our home educators so that they are prepared to give their students exactly what they need. And that is why during this conference, our presentation focuses on helping you, the home educator, make sure that you find exactly what your student needs and maybe avoid a couple pitfalls. Our presentation is all about looking behind the curriculum because it really is more than just looking at something on its surface and thinking it looks great. There should be a little bit more to it because the truth of the matter is that not all curriculums are created equally and not all curriculums are created for the same reason. I hope that you'll join us as we take you through five simple steps that will help you understand why it's important to look at the sources of a curriculum and really easy ways to do really quick research to make sure that that curriculum is coming from a place of honesty. I hope that you hop over to CoachTinaRamsey.com right now to get your free ticket to see not just me, but some other fantastic speakers with some great information. Once again, this is Yolanda Newton of Education Revolution, and I hope to see you at the
0: Make the switch today and go to healthehoneypot.com. That's H E A L, thehoneypot.com, and experience our all natural feminine hygiene sanitary napkins that is designed to help you heal the mind, heal the body, and yes, ladies, heal the honeypot. Dot com H E A L the Honeypot.com. That's one word type all together. And make sure to share your experience with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.